This is the Action Network Podcast. It's on target, and it is good. Wow. All right, here we go. From the 10, throwing end zone. Spectacular catch. They're saying it's a catch. See, most gamblers, when they go to gamble, they go to win. Oh, my God, that's incredible. Big bank, small bank, I like to make money, all right? That is the ultimate kibosh. You want to bet? <laughs> and we are underway. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Action Network podcast. This is the AFC Way Too Early Win Totals Edition. I am your host, Chris Raybon. I'll be joined in a second by my dude Stucky, but I just want to let you know real quick, we need to do a shout out to Action's Happy Hour in Vegas. Uh, To any listeners out in Las Vegas next week for the NFL Draft, Action Network is hosting a pre-draft happy hour at Circus Stadium Swim in downtown Vegas next Wednesday, April 27th. We've got an open bar, surprise guests, and betting tips from some of your favorite Action Pros. Uh, Darren Ravel will be there, so it should be a really good time. The event, 21 plus, totally free, but it does require an RSVP. So if you're in Vegas next week, just check out the link in this episode description to RSVP. Stucky, what's going on, man? What's up, brother? Excited to continue talking NFL in the offseason. If you haven't checked out our NFC preview already that's out there we just recorded that now uh we can talk the afc which is loaded so i'm excited to talk about the uh the arms race in the oh yeah this is like it's all about this is reminds me of i don't know how closely you follow nba but remember back in the day when the west was always just so much better than the east for like so long it was just like lebron and that was it in in the east and like it kind of reminds me of that that now with like a, a disparity between the conferences um, because, you know, you had players going like, you know, Devontae Adams, that, that, that really swings, I think, you know, things in the favor of, of the AFC, Russell Wilson, you know, big names, team change and positions that really affect, you know, your final point differential, um, just kind of changing, changing conferences. Yeah, so, if yeah. you look, if you look at, if you listen to our previous podcast in the NFC, cause I, I'm not, I don't think I'm going to, I won't recommend any long shots in the NFC. Um, but one of the reasons I said, because the NFC is so much more wide open, like look at the NFC East, maybe a long shot there comes out of the wild card because you can get to the Super Bowl, then you can hedge or just one football game. But I don't think that there's like a hundred to one shot in the AFC that can number one, one, get to the playoffs. And then two, go through the gauntlet and get to the Super Bowl. Um, so yeah, this, this conference is loaded, but that's one of the other reasons why if you're looking for a long shot, deep long shot, look at the NFC, worst case scenario maybe a hedge but it's just still one football game you got to win but the AFC man it's going to be fun all year let's start right off in the AFC East and you still have the Bills with 11 and a half for their win total that is tops in the AFC so you know still projected as the favorite there um obviously just a, a brutal loss in the playoffs but still still a pretty strong um team all around obviously they lost some people in the front office so we'll see how that works um and, and on the sideline then you have the Dolphins. They got they get Tyreek Hill. So their win total, just nine. So that's, you know, interesting. Patriots at eight and a half. Jets bringing up the rear at five and a half. Uh, I'm curious as 
I, I want to start with the Dolphins because I think they're the most interesting. You know, I know you were, I believe you were pretty down on them um, last yeah, year. Push, push their win total because they yeah. won like eight games in a row to end the Beat year. the Patriots on the last day of the season too, I think, if yep. I'm not mistaken. Yep. Yeah, so I'm, I'm really curious to your thoughts on the Dolphins. I, I know that you're not like a huge Tua believer, um, but, you know, I, you know, I liked Flores. I, I, you know, I know that that, that situation is unfortunate. So, like, what do you make of this? Because the roster, you look at it on paper, and I mean, there are pieces there at some pretty important positions. But is it is there enough at quarterback? And should this total be higher or lower? Yeah, I mean, the win total is nine. Last year was nine juiced over, and I think they're much better this year. Um, they're thirty to one to win the Super Bowl. They finished. They went nine and eight last year. I love what they did in the offseason. And look, I, I was not a fan of Tua because just as some of his accuracy issues throwing downfield. And you got to remember his rookie year, like he was hurt. And like, I just think he needed more time. I think the potential's there. I still want to see some more, but they also have Teddy Bridgewater. Like you can't get better than that as a backup option if things mm-hmm. aren't going right. So keep that in mind as well. Maybe if, even if, an, if there's an injury or just if you need him to step in, we've seen that in Miami before. So who knows how that's going to work out with Tua and like the, uh, the Fitzpatrick thing, but We'll see. But I love some of the moves they made. I mean, you had Tyree Kill, obviously, massive downfield threat. You put him with Waddle. You had Sed Wilson as well. Most importantly, you know, you get Chase Edmonds in there, too. Could do some things. Mostert. But most importantly, you know, bringing in, like, Connor Williams and Armstead. Like yeah, just, Armstead. They needed guys on that offensive line. Could it get a little better, some of the young pieces? But they were very bad, and they, were, they had to get rid of the, Their center is still a major, major issue. But hopefully they can address that in the draft. I was so low on the Dolphins last year. Love what they did this year. I project them at 9.1. So uh, unfortunately, I don't see any value there. I think that if you're looking for one semi-long shot in the AFC, so like I said, I wouldn't go like 100 to 1. Dolphins around like 30 to 1. And all all it will take is two of making, I keep referring to the same thing with the Josh Allen leap. So if he makes that accuracy leap, and obviously having Hill is going to help. And most importantly, you know, it wasn't all on Two. He also had like two offensive coordinators. His offensive line was like the worst in the league. That doesn't help a young quarterback. His, he had a lot of hurt weapons, no running game. All that's improved now. So I think that the Dolphins are are interesting from a long shot perspective. I don't see any value in their win total. But yeah, if Tua takes that leap, these pieces all fit together. Uh, there's there's definitely some upside with Miami. You know, a lot of people are going to look at, and, and this is probably why it, it's only at nine, but a lot of people, I, I know there's, you know, when they're looking at win totals, they look at the Pythagorean wins from the year before. Did they overachieve or underachieve? Well, they, they were 7.6 wins Pythagorean, and that's essentially calculated by extrapolating their point differential, you know, which was minus 32. And, but they won nine games. But the one thing I worry about with Miami is Flores, I think, really did he was a, a, a net positive for them, you know, cause they overachieved on their Pythagorean wins every single year under Flores. They had nine wins when their Pythagorean was at 7.6 last year, 10 wins uh, versus 9.7 the year before and five wins versus 3.9 the year before. So Flores might've been worth like an extra, you know, like a little half win to a win. Yep. Now you have McDaniel and granted he's been in a good spot in San Francisco, but we just don't know. There's a lot of uncertainty there, but I will also say like, just looking at the roster, the left tackle is in the bag now with Armstead. You got one elite receiver and one very good receiver in Hill and Waddle. You have a, a, an above average pass catching tight end in Gesicki. Um, The line, because you added Armstead and Connor Williams, you have two above average 
linemen at least. You know, I, I still think it could get better on the right side. But then on defense, I mean, got Xavier Howard, Byron Jones, Javon Holland. The uh, he was I love a, him. Yeah, he was a rookie last year. Uh, the fourth highest graded safety of 92 qualifiers uh, at PFF. Free safety. He'll be he'll be uh, you know on the back end. So I think at all the impact positions, um, Agba. You know they have Wilkins and Agba on the line. You know, I like it. I think it's it's really it, it sounds cliche, but it's really just gonna come down to Tua. Like, yep. if Tua can kind of do what what we thought he could always do, I, I think that he is. I think this team could could win double digit games. But the reason I agree with you, long shot only. Don't bet the win total. Miami only has uh, four picks in a draft, and none in the top one hundred. They have one hundred two. They have one twenty five. They have two twenty four and two forty seven. So. This is a team that this is kind of what they are now. Like the, what what we see on paper is what they are. So no sense. And only eight home games, which matters for yeah. the win total. Especially you know when teams, Miami don't think of like their crowd as having home field advantage, but you know teams travel down for that humidity or they're hot, warm. Other team having to travel to the cold. Like so, yeah, I, I think the win total spot on. But you want to take a long shot, either plus three fifty to win the division, um, or I think more interesting is like, right, let me just take a flyer on them to win the AFC or the Super Bowl. Um, and, uh, you know, the bet is on to taking that next step. And then if he doesn't, you still have a guy who's proven he can win games in the NFL and Teddy Bridgewater who could come in. Um, and who knows? Yeah. I mean, I think the, I think division is fair just because the, because of how highly rated the bills are more so than, you know what I mean? Like it's, I think the division is also in that conversation just because like the bills have the uh, win total, like one win higher than anyone else in the AFC. Uh, I agree. I think backup quarterback high high floor situation yeah i would agree i prefer the, the longer uh odds of a uh super bowl to, to the division as well the bills the bills are interesting i mean look the bills were my only future last year sadly we got ahead of the market but there's just no value now we had 14 at 14 15 to 1 before the season and they ended up being arguably the best team in the nfl now they're at plus 650 they're super bowl favorites uh, i like some of the things they did in the offseason uh, i love the signing of crowder like that was just the, the, his contract too but you had Von Miller. I didn't love that contract, but oh, um, yeah, uh, he might be able to help this year. Saffold, Tim Settle. I like some of the guys they added. O.J. Howard, Daquan Jones. They get rid of Harrison Phillips, Levi Wallace, Feliciano. Like some of the guys they get rid of, I like too. Like that they got rid of them. You know, you're going to get Trey White back at corner. You do have some aging safeties, which I worry about. And then you lose Dable. How how important is that? And does Allen? Where does Allen go? Does he improve? Does he regress a little bit? So, you know, win total for the Bills is like between 11 and a half and 12. Uh, it's juiced over 11 and a half. Last year was 11. Uh, I project them at, so it's like implied 11.7. I project them at 11.8. Yeah. Um, and I have so no value on their futures, no value in the division, no value in the Super Bowl. Sadly, Bills fans, we were one squib kick away from probably winning the Super Bowl last year and catching our future, but it didn't happen that way. And that's the beauty and the, the cruelty of NFL futures is it's one and done. So nothing on the bills. Patriots didn't, what did they do in the off season? I think that they got worse. Last year they went 10 and seven. Their win total was like over nine juice last year. It's over eight and a half juice this year. I project them at right around nine, nine, one, nine, two Super Bowl. They're 40 to one. Does Mac Jones take a step forward or does he take a step back? A little sophomore slump. I don't know. They still, this, that roster still has holes now in the secondary 
I'm not a I'm not a buyer in the Patriots. I think they're priced about accurate, and the Jets stink. I mean, I said that I haven't lost a win total in the last two. I have the Jets under every year. I'll have the Jets under again. Um, I'm not a believer in Zach Wilson. They have their defense is horrendous. Uh, I mean, just god awful. Maybe their offensive line will be a little better, um, but they're not going to get stops. This is a really bad team. The Dolphins, who I think, are better. Patriots are probably neutral. The Bills are probably got a little bit better. Roster-wise, they're in a tough division and a tough conference, and I don't believe in their quarterback, but defense stinks. This roster has holes all over it. Uh, under five and a half for the Jets. Yes, please. I make it 4.4. Yeah. 25 to one to win the division. Right. Yeah, no thanks. <laughs> this is the conference where you can, you know, bet some of these teams, bad team unders, because – like we said, like there's so many good teams or teams that have upside beyond even what they're priced at um, that, yeah, I think the Jets under. I mean, even the Patriots, I mean, at first glance, you look at it, the win total is eight and a half. You say, okay, you know, Mac Jones, year two. But you look at their roster, and especially without J.C. Jackson, who was just yeah. otherworldly in terms of making their defense what it is and getting turnovers and just, you know, getting them off the field on third down. Now they don't have that. You know, Jalen Mills is essentially their top corner. Yeah, they have some decent safeties, but it's a very average roster. I mean, even on they add Parker on offense, they got Myers, but it's like, you know, the tight ends are what they are. They paid probably overpaid for them. And, you know, the line is good, but it's just like a very average roster. And now you're in a conference that is above average collectively. So, you know, I, I could I see more likely that. I'm going to be betting – if I am betting on the Patriots at some point, I would be probably betting the under. The Jets, I agree, go under in this AFC. And then – and yeah, that's that's about that. And the Dolphins are that team that can – if anyone's going to challenge the Bills, take advantage of some injuries, it's going to be the Dolphins uh, in this division. Yeah, I mean, they, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. Maybe the Jets will win one game in the division. But, I mean, try to find – got to get the six wins to go over. I'll list their non-division games. At the Browns, at the Packers, at the Vikings – Home against the Ravens, home against the Bengals. Bengals revenge game for that Mike White loss. Home against the Bears. All right, there's maybe one. Home against the Lions. There's maybe two. At Denver, at Pitt, at Seattle, maybe. And then home against Jacksonville. So that, if they win all their winnable games, get them to five. They'll tie one Pittsburgh. In the, I'll give. I'll give them one in the division. Yeah, a tie. We'll be, we'll be Pittsburgh. taking the we'll be taking the Jets plus nine and a half against Pittsburgh, and like <laughs> they'll tie. And we'll win. At Seattle, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I make it 4.4. 4, 4. I think they end up around four or five wins. I think the, the win total should probably be set at like five. So, yeah, give me the Jets under. Yeah, I think Miami is a long shot that if you want to take a shot, and it's all based on two. I w- one final thought on the Jets. I, I would actually recommend waiting till post-draft to bet the Jets under because they have two picks in the top 10, uh, four picks in the top 40, five picks yep. in the top 70, and seven picks in the top 120. So they have seven picks in the first four rounds. So you get some post-draft hype there. Yes, yeah. Listen, they're not going to change quarterbacks, right? So it's like, there's not going to be a true... The draft is going to improve the roster and probably be worth, you know, on the market, it should be worth a, a half a win, but it's not going to be anything that truly moves the needle. Yeah. You know, and they're going to get better. Just getting that under six, like yeah. this team's not winning right. seven games, right? Right. You know, so I, I would. Uh, I, yeah, I would, I would love to pay win. juice. I'd pay a lot of juice for under six instead of going under yeah. five. And, and you might get. That's yeah. what I'm saying. You might get it just based yeah. on. I mean, four picks in the top forty. It's hard, yep. at least on paper. 
to fuck that up to the point where the market doesn't <laughs> bump you up yeah. a, a half a win. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's move on to the AFC North. And the first thing I will mention is that the Cleveland Browns are uh, most sports books off the book because we don't know exactly what's going to happen with Deshaun Watson and Baker Mayfield for that matter, even if, if Watson can't play. So interesting situation there. Uh, but we have the Bengals at 10 wins after going to the Super Bowl. Ravens, your Ravens at nine and a half. And Pittsburgh pro- projected to have their, it would be the first losing season under Mike Tomlin, I believe. Uh, they are at seven and a half. Uh, what are your thoughts here in the AFC North? The, the Browns I've seen are actually favored to win the division in the division odds. But yeah, their Browns win plus 175, Bengals plus 200, Ravens plus 225. They're all right around two to one. And then the, yeah. the Steelers are eight to one. Yeah, I mean, the biggest question is what's going to happen with Deshaun Watson. I don't think he's going to play the full season. I wouldn't be shocked if he was suspended for half the season. Who knows what the hell is going to happen? It's, I, I'm not a lawyer. But that's obviously massive, the difference between Deshaun Watson. Maybe you know, there's probably going to be some rust early, but the difference between Deshaun Watson and Baker Mayfield is, is big. And I don't really – you know, they still need some help at wide receiver and along the defensive line. But if they got Watson, it's one of the best teams in the AFC. So really hard to project with the Browns and what's going to happen with Watson, which makes this division pretty tough to project as well Bengals, look i mean last year fluky year in as far as they got a division that just fell apart on them for them the browns all their injuries the ravens were the unluckiest team in the nfl and one of the most unluckiest teams in the past 20 years when it came to injuries we'll talk about them in a second the team lost this entire backfield before the year started then it's offensive line then all four starting defensive backs it just went on and on and on didn't then lamar jackson's hurt i mean so the Bengals kind of got like a red carpet ride to get 10 wins and won the division. They went 10, seven and one, and then they had things break right for them and, and got to the Super Bowl. And credit to them. They stole Joe Burrow. They stole those receivers, but here's what I, I was. I thought it was gonna be fading the Bengals, but I loved what they did as far as bolstering their offensive line, which is their biggest weakness, right? You bring in um, Kappa, Hurst, Karras. I just love what they did. Cause that was, that was the one thing that I was going to hold them back if they didn't play in an awful division last year and they addressed it. Um, so, you know, they still need a left guard. They still need help at linebacker and corner, but uh, I like what they did along the offensive line. And last year they went 10, seven and one. Their win total was six and a half. Their win total now is 10. I project them at they're under 10 minus like 120. I project them at 10.0. So I'm not fading the Bengals, but we all know how the teams that have lost Super Bowl have not had, a lot of success. The team for me here, number one, I'm going under with Pitt. You know that. Mitch Bortles is their quarterback. Mitch Trubisky. This team is a mess. You've just been Bortled. Uh, their their secondary is a mess. Their quarterback situation is a mess. Their offense is a mess. The management's a mess. Last year, they benefited from the Ravens and the Browns having down year. They are clearly the worst team in this division. I think it's going to be a long year for the Steelers. Them and the Jets are my two favorite win totals. I project them six and a half wins. For the Steelers with some uncertainty, like I'm, I'm pricing in a probability of how many games Watson will play with that. Now, if Watson plays the full season, that gets even worse. But I think the long shot here is the Ravens win the Super Bowl. Um, and if you listen to our podcast, our Super Bowl preview podcast, you could have found 30 to 1 and 41, which I got. Remember when you were like, well, is there any features out there? And I said, no, yeah. I don't usually recommend any, but that one's crazy. The Ravens last year, their win total, they went 8 and 9, and they were un- – like, I can't even explain to you the amount of bad injury luck they had. You're talking their entire backfield, 
Yeah, you got to remember guys like Dobbins. They got all pro left tackle. Their entire secondary went down. They were playing backups. Lamar Jackson got hurt. So just getting all those guys back and then having better injury luck on top of that, I think is huge. You know, you sign one of the best safeties in the NFL to go along with your corners coming back. Um, I liked what I saw from some of the young receivers last year. Um, you know, you still need some help. I think get another corner, maybe a little help on the D line and linebacker. But I think the defense is going to hit a, get a huge boost from a scheme change, right? That Martindale system, it did it had it played its role for a time. But how many times do we talk about, and I talk about last year, the Ravens, this defense doesn't work anymore against the elite quarterback. You can't blitz Mahomes. You can't blitz Burrow, right? Like it's, it's, and everyone kind of was onto the Ravens scheme. So I think they get a boost from that as well. And this is a team going into last year, it was who's the best team in the AFC, the Ravens or the Chiefs, right? That was the conversation. Well, the Ravens, all they did, they just had awful injury luck. It should That should change for the better. This is still one of the most well-run organizations yeah. in the NFL. They get a really easy schedule because of they finished in last place. Huge. I was rooting against them in that last game of the year because of that. Um, and – their win total is 9-7. I project them at 10-5, lean over a little bit there. But I'd rather take – you find them 25-1, to 1, hit it. I think that they should get into the playoffs. The division's a crapshoot, and I don't know, like with Watson and with the Browns, Bengals, and Ravens. I think it can go either way. The toughest thing is, like, I don't want – the AFC's loaded. So, like, you got – do you – someone – they're going to be a really good team that gets left out. So – uh, but I trust the Ravens to get there. I trust them to have a bounce back year. A lot of regression coming their way. A lot of things I do like about them. This is the first time I've been doing an NFL podcast mo- most years with you. Before doing a couple of years before then, this is the first time I've ever been able to recommend the, my Ravens as a future. Last time I bet them, they ended up winning the Super Bowl. I got really lucky. I bet over forty to one before Flacco went on that lucky run. And that's what we'll need this year. You need a couple of plays, get lucky, get in the playoffs. But I think that they'll be there in the end. I think there's value there. This is a team that. Last going into last year, it was like, all right, you would think that they're being 10, 10 to 1, 12 to 1 range. Now you're getting them 25 to 1 because of what happened last year. Trust in Harbaugh, trust in this organization. And uh, I like them as a long shot here. I don't, I would lean over on the win total, but like just the, the division so loaded, the uncertainty with Watson. I'm staying away from the division futures, staying away from win totals here, except for Steelers under Ravens long shot. What are your thoughts? It's Baltimore, gentlemen. The gods will not save you. I love the Ravens. I think the Ravens are the team to invest in in this division. I agree. The Bengals got a lot, but I like what they did on their interior line. So the Bengals could be a, a powerhouse this year. But right now the market's saying the Bengals aren't even the favorites to win the division. Baltimore is in third. I don't mind that at plus 225 because I think they have as good a shot as, as the Bengals and probably a better shot than the Browns. But I agree. Long shot wise, I mean, not only are do we know the Ravens, you know, can, can kind of get to that level. Um, they've been there before. But we know that this team's issues last year were injuries and scheme. And then because of that, you mentioned it. They finished in last place. So last place schedule. Also, nine picks in the first four rounds. And this is a team that generally drafts pretty well. You know, you mentioned it. Well-run organization. So if you look at a lot of the a lot of advanced metrics out there that measure like per, you know, per draft pick right. uh, value, they're number one over the past like 10, 15 years. So this is a team that profiles as one of those teams that it's like, if I'm betting in April and I'm going to put money, tie up money, this is one of the teams I do it with because number one, 
they could get better after the draft, the market. So it's like, even like whether it's a AFC future, they, they're like 12, 12 to 15 to one, depending on where you're looking. Super Bowl, they're usually 22 to 25. Uh, I think you got them at 30. And, and even a division, you know, anywhere from two and a half to two to one. Uh, I think th- those numbers are all going to get shorter post-draft. And we're probably going to be sitting here saying, whoa, did the Ravens, you know, come up in the draft? Because they have so many picks and their picks are usually good and their picks are usually smart like in terms of filling holes that they need to on a roster and so and and that you know they could make a trade you know who knows what they what they do with all these picks so yeah uh, this is the type of team you bet on and there's just not hype that's also that's the other thing it's not like the you know the dolphins as much as we i think we like them there's already hype on the dolphins to a certain extent because of the splashy move they made the ravens there's no hype this is just a post hype High quality. Yeah, it fits team. into everything we usually talk about the NFL: yeah. buying low and yeah. selling high. Like last year was not the right time to buy the rate. It was the right time to buy the Bills, right? Yeah. Bought the Bills. Now, basically, the Bills went to where the Ravens were, and the Ravens went to where the Bills were, even further. Um, it's just the ebbs and flows of the NFL. They should be in the mix in the AFC. Um, I think they should be like fifteen to one. So I agree. Do you like? Do you, have a, do you like the Steelers under? I mean, you know, I hate Mitch Bortles, so I'm going to be lower yeah, on the Steelers than everybody. I, I, I think on paper it makes sense. I just I don't know if I I want to I want to see the final roster. Like I want to see the draft. Like I, it could go down. I could lose a half a point if you know things don't go well. But I just I hate betting against Tomlin in in like win total spots just because they they've always found a way. You know. So, uh, but I agree. I mean, I, they should be the worst team in that division. Um, I also want to see what happens with Watson for them because like that could be the difference right there if if they can play you know, Baker Mayfield or someone that's not Baker Mayfield or Deshaun Watson against Cleveland twice, you know, that could be the difference right there between the seven and the eight or the six and the seven or whatever it is. Yeah. So, it could even matter schedule wise. Like when do you play the Browns yeah. next year? Like do you yeah. play them so, early in the year or so yeah. something to watch too. Schedules come out like first or second week of May, by the way. But it, it is unfortunate that they're probably not going to get to play Baker because that's, they just, it's perfect for them. Yep. They just crush yep. them. Just want to let you guys know that Sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there. I use it for mine. It's a game-changing product, unlike anything else in the industry. And now you could win on Sleeper by playing their new over-under game. It's super simple. First, in any sport, choose two or more players that you like and pick their over or under. For example, number of points in basketball, or amount of hits in baseball. Then you choose the amount of money you wanna enter into the contest. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two to over 20 times the money that you put in. Uh, And the main reason I'm excited about Over Under on Sleeper is that it's the only app where I can join my buddies contest and play together. It's got a built-in group chat where I can see and copy my friend's picks with the tap of a button. It's insanely fun to ride it out together. So stop what you're doing and download Sleeper now to play their new over-under game. Have fun with your friends and make some shmoney. Make sure to use promo code ACTION and Sleeper will match your deposit up to $100. Again, download Sleeper, use promo code ACTION, A-C-T-I-O-N, when you deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. All right, let's go to AFC South. And I'm, we got the Colts and Titans, nine and a half. We got the Jaguars at six and the Texans at four and a half. So this is like a carbon copy of what we had last year, if I'm not mistaken. Like the yep. exact same win totals. 
Are you gonna are you gonna tell me we have to bet the Colts again? Because I'm gonna be like, nope. No, I think the Colts got worse. <laughs> yes. I'm not, okay. Um, okay. There we go. So, yeah, I think the Titans got worse. Um, I think the Texans somehow got worse. Um, I think the Jags got better. Yeah. Um, so maybe I tried this last year. Maybe you take a shot with the Jags win this division. If things break right, Lawrence takes a big leap forward and you have like coaching bump. Um, I show value on, believe it or not. I mean, the Texans win total is like four over four minus 120 minus 125, somewhere around there. I show value on the under. I make, I project them at 3.6 wins. Um, this team is horrifying and they're in a division where I don't love. So I don't think I'll bet it. Cause like, just it's, it's a really low number, but I, I would lean that way. Um, the Jags, their win total is over. It's juiced over six. I just couldn't get there. Um, and I thought that they were a lot better, but the AFC's low. I mean, I'm only at like five, one, I got to go back and look at my Jags. Numbers. I liked what I did and I bumped them a lot in the off season, even assuming that, there's going to be a coaching and like year two Lawrence bump, but it's not like he was great last year. So I can't bet the Jags over, but I don't show any value. I actually show value in the under. Um, and then as far as the Colts and the Titans, I just don't love what they did in the offseason. I mean, if you love Matt Ryan, you just think that he was behind a bad offensive line and it was a disaster and he just needs to get to um, Reich, who I love, then maybe you like the Colts, but uh you know, the Titans, I project at like 9.3. Their win total is nine and a half. The Colts, I project at right around 10. Their win total is like over nine and a half juice. So it's like nine, seven, nine, eight. A lot of that's just because they're in a really bad division um, with some favorable schedule spots. But I won't be betting any win totals in here. Maybe I'll take a shot on the Jags to win the division. Um, I lean Texans under, but I don't know if I'll go that low. Um, so this division, I, I, I really. I just don't want to spend much time on. Uh, I think this is a one – whoever wins this division, that's the only team that's getting in from this division, and they're probably yeah. going to end up with, like, nine wins. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. I actually like the Colts under nine and a half. I mean, I think the defense, solid, but they lost Eberflus. Um, Obviously, you know, Gilmore, Gilmore is a nice add for them. Yeah, he's defense. over the hill. I, I don't even love yeah, that. Yeah, it's, it's, it looks nice on paper is, I guess, what I should say. Yeah. Same thing with Ngakwe. It looks nice on paper. He was 104th. Uh, rated of 108 edge rushers last year by PFF. Yeah. So, uh, so then now you're still in a situation. The questions at offensive line. You with, still have yeah. a left tackle. Who's your left tackle? Right. It's like, you know, and I, I look at the offense. I love Michael Pittman as a football player, but, you know, right now your receivers are Paris Campbell and, and, and you do when you lost Pascal is a good special teamer, Matt Ryan, Carson Wentz, same thing at this point in, in their respective careers. Like um, Matt Ryan's not moving a needle. Um, so this is a very it's like, would be such a Pippen would be like a star as yeah, like a if definitely if a three, but like a no, but I'm saying like if he was like a three or maybe a two on a team, but like uh, two, I think a two. One, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying if he was a three on a team, that's uh, that, that's like Bengals quality, but two, right. awesome. One, he's serviceable, but it's there's uh, it's you need to you, you know, the depth there is real bad, yeah. And that's, it's scary. And Ryan's not getting any younger and he's not getting any faster. Um, and I, I don't think the offensive line is as, you know, dominant as some people think. Um, so, you know, obviously you're going to have the, the running game is going to be there. The defense is, is going to be good and they're well coached. Um, but they did lose Eberflus though. So that, I mean, not, yeah, you know, yeah. that, that's a, that's yeah, a worry. That's not, for nothing. 
Yeah. Yep. Uh, so yeah, I don't, I don't, this team could win the division. I think they're going to end up with like nine or 10 wins. And I think that's like what the Titans are going to end up around. Um, but I think that there's more downside than upside. Um, so I don't mind the under bet. Um, here's, here's one. The Colts right now are minus 165 to make the playoffs plus 135 not to. I would take the no because, like you said, I think it's a 50 50 shot. Whoever wins the division, I still think the Titans are slightly better just because the Titans have offense. Because, like, the Titans have the same running game the Colts do, right? But they have a passing offense, like a, a, a legit, like, solid passing offense. And I think they're actually better coached than the Colts. Like, we always, you know, Frank Reich is great at times, but I mean, that, that collapse kind of. That you got to put that on him too, you know. I mean, you can't just put it on Carson Wentz. It was it was a team wide collapse last year. So I, I yeah, think I don't the Bags could also surprise too. That, um, yeah, but that's my point. Bet the Colts not to make the playoffs. Yeah, that's if what I mean. You it's you Colts say it's versus Titans. Yeah, if, it, if there's the a third team, have... it's gravy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that I mean, it's not it's not amazing. It's just plus one thirty five. But at least you know, unlike these win totals where you pretty much have to weigh juice no matter what on each side on most of them, uh, you know, plus 135 not to make the playoffs. It's a loaded AFC. So like there's even a chance that the Colts are like a, a you know, nine, 10 win team. And, and they still the division, yeah, yep, yep, yep. Yeah, so, I agree. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's. Yeah, if the know, Titans went, get to 11 wins. Right. Um, then Colts could be the eighth team. Win eighth 10, best they team. Don't get yeah. 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 So. Um, and that's that was you know it was kind of trending that direction last year. They were in a fight to the end, you know, as a as a winning team above five hundred team to, to kind of get in there, and they didn't. So um, yeah. yeah, that's 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 the bet I like with the Colts. I think the under nine and a half is is fair as well. It's just not as sexy. All right, let's go to the AFC West and finish it off here. This is I mean this is this is gonna Ooh. be a fun one. Got Casey at ten and a half. Wait, so did they, did they finally go under their win total last year? Or was, did they? It pushed. I think they pushed. But well, some it would depend. Some some yeah, books had some it twelve, and, twelve half. and a half. Yeah. And I think, it. Uh, it cl- yeah, I, we'll get rid of the push over. We can't yeah, get. I, I recorded. I recorded like because I do, um, the implied. So like if it's over twelve minus like one twenty, it's like twelve point two. So I I had twelve point two. So I, so um I rounded it down to twelve. So I gave him a push. And I will give Reed the push. So yeah, he's uh they went twelve and five last year. Win total now this year though, because of how half. good this division is and because of how good the AFC is, down to ten and a half. Yeah, Chargers at ten, Broncos at ten, Raiders eight and a half. I mean Loaded. let's start let's start with the Chiefs just because I think all these other teams are even more interesting this year. Um, because it's just because of the moves they made or you know, Chargers case the well, yeah, the moves they made as well. But um, what are your thoughts on the Chiefs? Like, is it fair to knock them down to this for losing Tyreek Hill and, because, you know, kind of now they're entering into a gauntlet of, of a division? Is 10 and a half too high? Is it too low? We know Andy Reid doesn't lose these things. Uh, look, I said I'm going on. I'm going to be betting the Chiefs under. I know it. I thought it was going to be like a 12. Maybe I think it opened, might have opened at 12. Because uh, you lose Tyreek Hill. I, don't, I mean, look, the, the, the amount of money they gave to uh, – Patrick Mahomes, you're going to have to make sacrifices otherwise. You lose Ward, you lose Hughes, you lose Pringle. I mean, who, and who do you bring in? Like MBS Schuster, and, uh, and, Scantling, Jermaine Carter at linebacker, um, Justin Reed at safety for Honey Badger. That's the downgrade. Malvin Ingram's free agent. It was it was helpful to you. The defense is going to stay. The defensive line is bad. 
the cornerback situation is bad. Linebacker situation is bad. Um, the defense is going to be really bad. And then you lose Tyree kill and teams have started to figure out the offense a little bit more than they had. Um, we've seen the chiefs kind of punch back, but then we saw in the second half completely implode against the Bengals when they simply just dropped eight. Um, so I was like, I'm definitely going to be on the chiefs under here. I'm going to be lower than the market. And I am, but I made it like 10, three. So sadly, if the total was at like 12, I definitely would have went under. Now, a lot of that also is because the chargers are better. The Broncos are much better and the Raiders are better. And those are teams you play six times and the AFC as a whole is better. So it's yeah. not all just like I dropped the chiefs, like two wins. Um, a lot of it is, has to do with who they're playing. So I think that they got a little worse. Um, still one of the best teams in the AFC, but their division is loaded. The conference is loaded. Um, and they finished in first place last year. So the first place schedule. I do. I can't wait to bet them against the Bengals though. Um, have that spot circled already. They do have two day one picks. Um, so we'll see what they can do with those. Hopefully they don't draft the running back uh, as they did previously. Um, but 10 to one to win the Super Bowl. Mm, yeah. Plus 160 to win the division. No, thanks. Uh, I want nothing to do with the Chiefs. I love some of the moves that the Chargers made, right? Getting J.C. Jackson, Gerald Everett, just yeah. Day. You got Cleo Mack. I, it's a little over the hill, but look, you're going after it now. You lose Bulaga, so you got questions at right tackle. You don't want to see Storm Norton out there again. Um, so you need a right tackle. You need a little bit of help at corner, maybe receiver. But uh, they improved. Um, and you think that Herbert's going to take another step forward from everything that I've seen. Win total over 10, minus 120. I make them, so it's like 10-2, I make them like 9-9. Nine, nine. So nothing there for me. Super Bowl 16-1, to one, it's like, ah, probably need a little more than that. Because I don't know if they're going to get out of the division. I don't know if they're going to make the playoffs. They could win 10 games and miss the playoffs. Um, then you got the Broncos, who, um, you know, their win total over 10, minus 125. Almost the same exact thing as the Chargers. They're 16-1 to win the Super Bowl. Almost the same as the Chargers. I have them powered the same exact to the 10th, to the 100th, that the Chargers and the Broncos actually equal. Um, Broncos, with their schedule, I project at 10.1. And their implied one total is like over 10 minus 120, like 10.2. So no value there, but love what they did. You added Russ, right? Russ for Drew Locke. Um, big upgrade. You, you know, I like some of the other, you know, getting Randy Gregory. Um, I think their defense, which has dealt, had a lot of injuries, um, I think that as long as they, they can just figure out the other corner spot, I mean, I think Ronald Darby is projected to start on the other side of certain. They get another corner out there because you got Kareem Jackson back. You got one of the best safeties in the NFL already in Simmons. Defense is dangerous. You got Russ. You got the weapons who are going to be back healthy. Um, Denver's dangerous as well. And then the Raiders, who I think they got a lot better. I love some of the additions that they made. Um, I actually think Harmon can come in and do some things at safety. I still think he's extremely underrated. Um, you know, you bring in Chandler Jones and I like some of the guys that some of the guys they got rid of. And then obviously you bring in one of the best receivers, if not the best receiver in the NFL. So you basically replace Zay Jones, your boy with Devontae Adams, which is just massive. So their offensive line still needs a little help defensive line, but getting cross, replacing Ngakwe with Chandler Jones on the other side of Crosby, that's going to make their defensive backs better. Now I think they still need, the corners are a little scary. It's like, Rocky Sin and Mullen are projected as starting corners. So I want to see them maybe address that. But they're 35 to win the win the Super Bowl. Win total eight and a half. I actually project them at 8.9. Not a ton of value. But 
maybe the move here, and I'm curious to get your thoughts on this, this is what I've been setting up because this is just a loaded division. KC plus 160 to win the division. Denver plus 250. Chargers plus 250. Vegas plus 600. I don't think that they're that far away. And are all these teams just going to eat each other up where it's like they're all around 9 to 11 wins and it comes down to a couple bounces here and I get 6 to 1 on the Raiders to win the division and Car yeah. Magic. I think they improve their roster. That's where I'm leaning as a shot, a division shot, is potentially the Raiders at 6 to 1. Curious to get your thoughts on the absolutely loaded AFC West. Yeah, I think you said a lot of it. You know, I like the Raiders at six to one as well, because I do think this is a lot closer. I think if you're of the opinion that it's a really more of a three team race still with the Broncos, the Chiefs and the Chargers, I love what the Chargers did. However, the Broncos finishing in last place gives them a game against like the Jets. Whereas, you know, the char- the uh, the Chargers get Miami. And that yeah. right there, like, you know, they're both at 10 wins, right? They're both pretty much equal to win the division. That could be the difference. You know, the schedules are very similar. But the Broncos with that last place schedule, uh, you know, just get, get a couple of different opponents. And I think that, you know, might make a difference there. So... Same thing, teams, happened with, same thing happened with the Ravens-Browns. Ravens losing that game last yeah. game of the year, got last place. Browns got third. Same thing. And now a word from our friends at Hims. When it comes to sports betting, there's no shortage of problems to talk about. But there's definitely one problem guys never want to discuss. Erectile dysfunction. ED impacts about 30 million American men. 30 million. And still, most guys would rather make bullshit excuses or just ignore the issue altogether instead of turning to experts for a solution. You listen to this show because you're looking for some good advice. Well, here's some. Check out Hims and discover a pill worth celebrating because thanks to science, erectile dysfunction can be optional. Their website, forhims.com, is a great resource for hair loss, skincare, and erectile dysfunction solutions for men. They connect you with licensed medical providers who can provide FDA-approved erectile dysfunction treatments entirely online. They are the same medications you get from your doctor, but with no appointments, no face-to-face visits, and no co-pays. You just answer a few questions, and products are shipped directly to you. Try Hims today by starting out with a free online visit. Go to forhims.com slash action network. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash action network. Prescription products require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if a prescription is appropriate. This could cost hundreds if you went in person to the doctor's office or pharmacy. Restrictions do apply. See website for full details and safety information. And remember, that's forhims.com slash action network. All right, now back to the show. So, I mean, I really like the Chargers and I really like the Broncos. I think the Chiefs, I think I think you kind of want to fade the Chiefs. I mean, just based on what we've seen, you know, the cracks were kind of showing in, in the Chiefs yep. just this last year already. Like we, we pointed it out, they were overrated. They didn't really ever fix what teams were doing against it. They, they kind of adjusted a little bit. Um, but really, it was just that they played like the Steelers and the like, teams that they normally just beat up on anyway because uh, they match up well. And then it was like when they played teams that they didn't match up well with, it didn't work out. And now 
because the Raiders are better, you know, the Broncos are better, the Chargers are better. Now you're talking about six games a year against teams they may not match up well with. Like you may look at these. Well, and you like, and you don't have to play. You don't have to play the, all the numbers. Like half the numbers that Mahomes put up are against the Raiders. Yeah, because Gus Bradley wouldn't change his defense. And by right. the way, Gus Bradley's in Indianapolis. Now we didn't even mention yeah. that. Under. It's not going to be a problem. <laughs> um, but now the Raiders, they're not just. I don't think they might not be completely helpless and give up fifty to the Chiefs. Yeah, I assume that they're going to make some of that just sitting there the old cover threes that Mahomes has figured out. So that could be something else that worked their advantage as well, because they just got buried by the Chiefs twice last year. Yeah, I, I agree. So like, that's kind of how I, I like the Raiders as a long shot within the division. Yeah. Um, and then I like, if you're just talking about the division itself, fade of the Chiefs Broncos are my favorite because I think, I think Russ like that. I think that was his floor last year. I think I think there's a great roster around him, and the Chargers just made really good moves and have. I mean, their quarterback's upside is through the roof, you know. And and he's, yeah. you know, it's like, you know, these two teams they could be the they could be the two best teams in the AFC. You know, if the Bills stumble, these these could be the two best teams in the AFC: Chargers and Broncos. So I think you have to fade the Chiefs if you're just picking between the Chargers and Broncos. I lean Broncos only because they got that extra game against the Jets, where the Chargers play Miami. But that's the only reason, like. I, I think that I think like there's going to be a chance at some point where you can bet like exact division finishes. I'm sure the chiefs to finish last are going to be like ridiculously long odds. And even if the chiefs to finish third would be probably pretty long odds. Uh, I would definitely look at both of those. Cause I think the chargers and Broncos uh, are better than the chiefs right now. I think that with the Raiders, there's just not as much of a disparity as people think between the Raiders and the chiefs and their two games, uh, which usually go the chiefs way could go either way, uh, which could really swing things. So, um, but, but I, I mean, I, I love the JC Jackson move for the chargers because they're like their pass defense. They have that. And I love Samuel too. Cause I love yeah. Sam. I, I'm yeah. He's going to be Samuel better. Too. You would think yeah. he gets better, but I mean, Jackson is so crucial just because I mean, you know, the turnovers, the coverage, all that stuff, you can play man, but the chargers whole scheme last year, we talked about this a ton on, on the show was that they're going to, they're going to protect deep. They're going to concede the run. Right. So they were one of the worst teams against the rung, but they were also below average DVOA against the pass. So like, you know, they couldn't, you, that's, that's, that's just not feasible in this conference and in, even in this division. And now I think they're going to be that above average, that top 10 pass defense um, this year. And, and, and they obviously have the offense. They have one of the best running backs in the game at weapons period and Eckler, Allen, one of the best receivers that can get open. Herbert, one of the best deep ball throw, press quarterbacks, period. Uh, Mike Williams, one of the better deep ball receivers. I mean, there's just so much talent there. The Broncos have, you know, Do they have a Wilson kicker yet? Changes. Do the Chargers have a kicker yet? Do they have a kicker? I don't know. That's a good, I could not tell you who the Chargers kicker is right now. Let me see. Well, they had that that kid that they signed from uh, who was awful in, in college. They finally cut him. Um, at the end of the year, then they got Dustin Hopkins. Oh, they got Hopkins. So, he, so assume, he's like – I assume like, he's still their kicker. He's average. He's way better than what they've had. Yeah. Um, but, but the, yeah, they, yeah, I mean, the AFC is insane, right? You won't – no one would be surprised if any of these teams made the playoffs. Patriots, Bills, Dolphins, Titans, Colts, Ravens, Browns, Bengals, Raiders, Chiefs, Broncos, Chargers. Seven spots, those 12 teams. I mean, some, some depending on what their division they're in, but that's – Insane. Yeah. You you on the NFC and you list, you'd be like, all right, I, I got like six. Yeah, it's like, um, uh, I guess the Cowboys. Like, and then you're going, yeah, then you're, <laughs> but then you're going to like, all right, maybe Eagles or Giants or yeah. Um, so yeah, the AFC is absolutely loaded. It's going to be a blast, and then the playoffs are going to be 
amazing. And then like a full season of Watson makes the Browns even more dangerous. Like it's, um, yeah, the AFC, it's, it's going to be a blast. So I think to wrap up, um, I would say the, my favorite win totals jets as always jets under, maybe that'll change sometime jets fans. Um, but my favorite win totals jets and Steelers unders division. Maybe if you want to get a little crazy Jags Raiders, would be my favorite division future and then super bowl future ravens um as i said in the super bowl 30 to 1 was great still like it at where it is now yeah my my favorite uh colts to miss the playoffs at plus 135 colts win total under nine and a half uh love the ravens long shots at you know super bowl division super bowl and conference uh i think the, the ravens make a lot of sense and then in the afc west uh, under on the Chiefs, Raiders long shot division. Uh, and then if you're choosing between the Broncos or the Chargers, uh, I think the Broncos are one tiny little sliver more likely to go under, I mean, go over, excuse me, their win total uh, of 10 because they have this game against the Jets, whereas the Chargers have it uh, against Miami. And, and both of those are at home, by the way. So, uh, yeah, loaded AFC West, interesting conference, love it. Great analysis stuck. Um, hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Uh, remember, our NFC win totals episode is also out right now. Go check that out. ActionNetwork.com for all of our betting content across all sports, all of our NFL draft content. Uh, download the free award-winning Action Network app where you can follow Stuck and I's bets and track yours. You can find Stucky on the app at Stucky2 and me at Chris Raybon, R-A-Y-B-O-N. Uh, and you can also find us at those same handles on Twitter. Be sure, if you like the podcast, to leave us a five-star on Apple or Spotify. Uh, we'll be back. Until next time, let's get this money. Let's go.